0: What brought you to press play is the intuitive knowing that you represent the new leader. The universe has directed you toward the entrepreneurial journey, not just to create a business and life you love, but something much more. There's depth to what you're seeking. Moving from an employee mindset to a business mindset, I have a hunch you actually already moved through that issue. You're not operating from a place of lack right now. Now there's a magnetic force asking you to see something greater. You're a spiritual entrepreneur that needs to play a bigger game than just selling a product and making money. You're here because you are ready to build holistic wealth. Financial wealth is the easy part, but you are here to unlock relational wealth, a community to support you on your journey. Physical wealth, vitality to play this magical game of life as long as you can. Spiritual wealth, growth and an upward spiral of personal evolution. And service wealth, getting the greatest and most sustainable results for those you serve. Together, we're going to reimagine leadership, diversifying its image, and show generations to come that the golden age of abundant leadership has begun. I'm your leadership and life coach, Michelle Micah, and the host of the New Leader Podcast. Hey, leaders, and welcome to the New Leader Podcast. I am your leadership and life coach, as well as the host of this podcast, Michelle Micah. So I, I know, some of you that have been following me for the last three years are like, you're changing your fucking podcast again, and the answer to that is yes. I was like, am I truly just exposing myself right now on how indecisive I can be about my podcast, <laughs> or am I just like very willing to experiment and change things, and I'm going to just choose to frame things the latter. As you guys know, we are all meaning-making machines and as I come out and come out again and reintroduce and revamp this project I feel like every time I do so, I am able to take back a little more of myself and take ownership of every single one of my actions. And I stand before you today with full vulnerability and full honesty that this is just the process sometimes. I see myself as a leader, as a creative, as somebody that is just simply trying to live the human experience. And part of me, yeah, is, is curious about what part of me wants to constantly scrap ideas and just re-put them out there. Um, but instead of fighting against that aspect of me, I'm, fu- I'm choosing to take full ownership of it. So here we are with my one, two, I think this is my fourth iteration <laughs> of my podcast. Um, back in the day, I called it, not even back in the day, it was like two years ago, but um, I think I called it the Spiritual Millennial Podcast, and then I called it Spirituality on Tap when I was able to rock this thing with Melody, my old host, and you guys have access to all of those previous podcasts as well if you want to check it out and get a feel for, you know, what we typically talk about on this podcast. That was one iteration, and then I I know I had another one before right in the beginning, but whatever. <laughs> um, and here we are with the New Leader Podcast. And as I reflect back on why I've changed that so many times, I just, with a passion project, I'm totally okay with things evolving and changing so quickly. I feel like this is something really important for us to understand as spiritual entrepreneurs because being able to have the distinction between what is allowed to have these seasons of experimentation, what falls into that bucket and then other aspects of your business that fall into a different bucket that need to really take time to be mastered and nurtured and refined and projects that don't actually need that much change in variability. For example, like building a coaching program, right? You need to make sure that you are creating that out, slowly building it up, making sure that you're really taking your time with that and it doesn't need to be scrapped and relaunched or anything like that Um, because you are slowly but surely growing and cultivating that and essentially co-creating that with the individuals that you're onboarding for your coaching program. Right, so that's a really good example of something that needs to go through its own personal cyc- cyclical process that is a little bit more of a a rhythmic feeling, an easy cadence and pace to that, versus a passion project like social media content or creating a podcast or starting a new project and not really knowing whether you even want to have that long term. Right, so that's kind of how I felt about. Um, my podcast I was like I feel really good on Instagram my podcast is something that I just use to really be creative and explore and that gets to just be in that pocket so I think that's a really important lesson for all of us is give yourself permission in certain aspects of your business to just kind of throw paint at the wall and do whatever you want to do with it and then have other aspects where you really get a focus and be masterful all right. So that is just me kind of sharing how I feel about this first episode here. I know that I'm going to be giving a lot of really powerful and potent content here. And now that we are have relaunched this thing as the new leader podcast, leadership is truly the thing, my deepest principle that I'm going to follow with my brand and my company now. And this has been, yeah, such a beautiful jumping off point for me to come out as the powerful queen that I am learning to be. And it is a huge symbol of what it means to be a powerful spiritual entrepreneur, entrepreneur in this world. And if you are listening to this podcast right now on this first this first episode of TNL, the new leader podcast, then I bet you anything that you feel some sense of evolution yourself. Something within you is feeling like I am so ready to actually step into my power, to actually feel my success and not try to have to convince myself that I'm worthy of my business, that I'm worthy of being seen online, that waiting for people to show me that I can be approved of. And if you're here right now, it's because you're so ready to be more deeply rooted in who you are. I am unable to attract anybody that can't do those things you can't attract content like this i say this all the time you can't attract people places things experiences situation good fortune unless something inside of you is completely ready and deserving of it and let me just be clear here you just existing and having a conscious understanding that you are divine that alone without any real explanation of it. Your existence means you are deserving of a beautiful, wonderful life. And all of the lessons and challenges, pain, teachers, everything that is conducive for you to fully embody that in your career. So I really wanted to find a few things here so that you can get a feel of how this podcast and my teachings have evolved. So I want to discuss what an abundant leader actually is and the best way to frame that is realizing that the kind of older, in my opinion, aged ways of believing, you know, you need to run a business, especially in the coaching industry, really revolves around trying to transcend lack mindset and lack mindset is essentially you having the set of behaviors and belief systems that are constantly echoing this feeling of I don't deserve it or I have to work really hard to get the things that I want or yeah I have to do something in order to receive so that's one aspect and I actually don't work with anybody anymore that has that belief system because if you are in some kind of place of lack then that's actually a stage of the spiritual experience where you're having to go through this individualistic seeking journey I think something that a lot of individuals are you know, people or coaches don't really talk about out there right now is that there is almost like a rite of passage, a period of your time where you have to feel alone. You have to be figuring out things on your own, kind of finding your sense of self from being lost. And I think coaches tend to prematurely offer a hand of service to individuals way too early on on their path. And what I mean by that is one of the greatest or the most common trends I see out there with coaches and their branding and how they onboard people is that they're trying to optimize on people feeling the sense of lack. Now, I know that people feel stuck and feel lost, and really those are good places for people to be and for you to to serve and help. But something that I really want you to use as a discretionary point or a point of discernment is not helping somebody too early on like really having the patience for somebody to learn lessons on their own and not pull them out of those experiences because if you are giving them the golden nugget they answer too early then they truly won't know themselves think of the development of a child if you are giving them everything that they need instead of which is true. Yes, you should do this. I don't, don't come for me because I know that in certain stages of a child's development, of course, you're supposed to abundantly give and make sure that you're there for them regardless, making sure their basic needs are bet, met. You are showing them and exemplifying love for them. But I'm ch- talking about those times within a child, within childhood, where a kid is really trying to learn life lessons out there in the world. And if you are, too quickly projecting a solution for them because you're you're projecting your fear of their pain and seeing them go through pain instead of allowing them to go through those trials and tribulations themselves first then what happens they won't actually fully learn that lesson So that's something to keep really on the forefront of your mind when you're thinking about the type of people that you're outreaching to, that you're onboarding into your program. Really be truthful to yourself and say, is there some more work that they need to get done? Are they looking for you to create a codependency with them? Because they're already in this place of, I need this. I'm in a place of lack. I'm seeking. I'm seeking. I'm seeking. I need this. Somebody pull me out of this. But there needs to be, again, this virtue of patience to allow them to move those through those things themselves first. And then they get into a more evolved mindset, right? So this mindset is when you are more at a place of neutrality. And for me, that means having a business mindset. This is just a really general idea that, hey, I'm not in a place of lack anymore. I know actually how to create create for myself, how to support my own basic needs. And I'm actually going to choose to put myself through pain or challenges or really decipher what kind of game I want to play out there. If I need to teach myself how to be a stronger individual and be more mentally tough, then I'm going to put myself in situations where I have to work out a little bit harder and have another... Um, and push myself through a couple extra reps. I'm gonna start choosing to have harder conversations out with with people that I wouldn't typically stand up to. I am gonna do things that again, maybe take a cold shower or try something new in my business. For my clientele, having a business mindset is typically the individuals that I want to work with. For you and your clients, this level of awareness and consciousness might just mean, okay, now they're just in a place of neutrality when they're start, where they're starting to create something new in their lives. Whatever you want to label that for your clientele and your audience, feel free to insert that label here. So lack mindset, I don't typically work those individuals any longer. I did when I was purpose coaching, but not any longer. Now I'm working with individuals that have more of a business mindset, but are ready to actually evolve e- even further, but don't quite have the language, the tools, the consciousness, the understanding yet until they start kind of engaging with this work, which means vol- evolving into a leadership mindset. Now, what is a leadership mindset? A leadership mindset is this idea of creating holistic wealth in your life. A business mindset is somebody that knows they need to gain results in order to make money for their products. And that's not a bad thing. That's just one level. And now I'm, I know for a fact, having just messaging from my own guides, from understanding my own um, powers and tools and intuitive gifts around clairvoyance, having um, refined my clairaudience senses, and even kind of my clairsentient abilities to move and heal somatically with individuals online. While using these three gifts that I've really been practicing over the last two years, I'm starting to realize that the world and the collective consciousness is really moving toward this idea of creating a leadership mindset and honestly, a leadership heartset embodiment, if you will. I feel like that's a better description of what I'm moving my clients into and my audience moving you into. That's why you're essentially here, right? So no one... That I've seen. I I know that I'm pioneering a big aspect of this out into the world right now, but leadership for me and how that's going to be showing up is ensuring that everybody has this holistic wealth, this level of abundance, so they can create not only the financial aspect, which is honestly the easiest part once you have your own strategy down. I want everyone to feel so fruitful in every aspect of their life. When you realize, that abundant leadership, being a new leader and you starting to create and diversify that image in the world out there, this is when our economy is going to change. This is when the internet is going to change. This is when all of these little subcultures all around us are going to really start rising in a in a way that's going to fortify more of a utopian society that's why I'm here on this planet is to create that And every single person that I work with, I'm not going to optimize or try to monetize on any kind of lack mentality. I am choosing to co-create with leaders out there that are wanting to be in this world and play this game of spiritual entrepreneurship so we can really create something that everyone can truly benefit from. This being us being able to create this incredible ecosystem out there is what's going to change the world. And I'm just solely doing my part. So if you are listening to this podcast right now, I already believe that you are an abundant leader. So I just want to say that I am so, so grateful that you're choosing to be on this path with me, to be part of this tiny subcultures that's, subculture that is going to grow into something really beautiful. I want leadership to truly be the new narrative of what it, of what it means to be a spiritual entrepreneur out there. So as you're going to continue to listen to this podcast the type of things that you're going to learn are how to really create a spectacular experience for your customers and your clients. What does that mean? It's truly offering up a six-star experience, making sure that you're coming from a heart-based place so you can create products and coaching programs that truly serve that are coming from this end this energetic resonance that feels like whatever that transactional exchange is, that piece of content, that coaching program that they signed on for, that art piece, that service, whatever it is that you are selling, that is going to not only serve them within that one transaction, but is going to serve them from year four years to come. You're gonna be able to have this beautiful connection with them. Transactions are gonna feel really effortless because you truly have their best interest at heart. You're only gonna work with individuals that are onboarded to your own branding and they actually resonate with your languaging with your brand. Those are the types of things that really show that you're creating the six-star experience for someone. It'll get extremely nuanced as we start digging into that topic, but I want you to know that that is my point of creating this work, is to ensure that you can achieve that. Other things that I want to make sure that you understand is the solopreneur, in my opinion, is dead. Being that person that glorifies that aspect makes me feel so sad. It makes me feel lonely just thinking about that because though I mentioned, you know, going through the soul experience within your spiritual journey, it doesn't actually have to be that way in your business. The sooner you can realize that asking for help is good, creating a community to really band around you is a good thing, that's actually what is going to allow you to collapse timelines on your journey is remembering that you are not alone as an entrepreneur. Yes, you're going to have to learn, thing, learn some things within your inner work that you must go through yourself. But building something like this in the physical reality requires us to have an interdependence with the individuals around us. So we're going to really start digging into the power of community and the conversations that I'll have with future guests on the show, as well as just these general solo podcasts and teachings. And then something else that I really want to dig into, and I've already covered a ton on this within this podcast, is really creating that idea and yeah, this, this future of holistic wealth. Now, if these are topics that you know are really something that you believe in, something that you know deep down in your heart and your soul and your body and your mind, that that's something you want to help create, then you have found your home. I want to thank you guys for listening to this first episode. I am fucking thrilled (laughs) to be doing this work again and make sure that you hit me up online if you have any ideas for podcast solutions that you're really seeking that I can create podcasts around the best way to contact me is on instagram at michellemica.co and I'll link that up in the show notes below As well as do this one thing for me, share this podcast with other friends, anybody that you feel will resonate with this, even if they're not necessarily a spiritual entrepreneur, but you know some of these teachings can be almost a metaphor for their own lives please be sure to share that. This is how we grow. This is how we can share ideas and insights and have really deep, meaningful conversations with other individuals as using these types of teachings, these episodes as a catalyst to do so. I appreciate you so much for answering the call to stop chasing your dream life and to live a journey you love instead. See y'all soon.